special April 1st edition of the Lords of Grantham podcast, we change our focus from one polarizing political leader to another as we embark on a new journey called the Celebrity Apprentice. Let's do it. But I see your true colors shining through. I see your true And we're back. Yeah, here we are, Dave. We we finished season one of The Crown. Yep, and we listened to the critics mm-hmm. because we know people had their opinions, some more vocal than others. And we said, you know, people want us to do a podcast about something we know. And we thought long and hard, what do we know that we can give our unique opinions on (laughs) yeah what show did we watch all the way through that we can you know be very critical of and you know offer some actual unique insight and what do we settle on down abbey uh no not quite (laughs) no 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 so we're starting another show and we may lose some listeners here (laughs) it's called the celebrity apprentice yeah yeah baby we're bringing it back off the air for years, and it is still alive in our hearts. Sort of like Down Abbey when we started. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're bringing on new listeners. We just had so many people just tune out now. So, well, <laughs> April Fools, Lord of Grantham fans. We, we, we wanted to see how long we could make it last, but a minute and a half is... Yeah, yeah, I was already fearing for how many of our listeners did we bleed that quickly <laughs> just from us announcing the Celebrity Apprentice. Well, we, but we, we are gonna we, we are gonna review it. We are gonna review it. sorry, friends. <laughs> but just for this episode, this is season three, episode one of the Celebrity Apprentice. So I think this is like season nine of the Apprentice proper. Yeah, it's been on for a long time at this point. But we yes, yeah, so, so so let's yeah, we're we're giving it a little bit of a white lie. But we we thought about what show have we watched that we can give a unique insight on, and you know fool you all for a second there because it's it's April Fools, everyone. Yeah, and in in this environment of the the virus and people looking for an escape, but we we wanted to do something different because usually at the end of the season we do our wrap up. We just want to give mm-hmm. a little padding. Yeah, but in terms of this being an escape, I don't know how far removed it is from reality because this the central figure of the celebrity apprentice is Donald Trump. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's so, Sorry, it's so weird revisiting this. Having been a fan of the show when it was on, because yeah, let, let, a, let's take a, the he's a madman. <laughs> he really is. Let, let, let's take the listeners through our journey with the Celebrity Apprentice. Okay. Uh, so we didn't watch it from the jump. I think actually I watched the first season when it aired because uh, I was curious about it back in two thousand four. Is this Celebrity or Regular Apprentice? Just Regular Apprentice. Regular Apprentice. So Amorosa season one. Yeah. Yeah. Did not watch it at all after that. And uh, Dave, you didn't really watch Apprentice at all, right? No, I think we both jumped in at the same time. Yeah, so it was post-college 2011. It was, it was dire times for us. We're, country's still coming out of the recession and everything, and we're looking for jobs and stuff. And what better way to kill a Sunday, or was it Monday night, for two or, <laughs> two hours? Every episode was two hours uh, than watching The Celebrity Apprentice. And I think the hook was that season, they had Meatloaf, Mark they McGrath, had, was it Mark McGrath, that, Lil John. That's who it was. I, I was building towards that. Yeah, Mark, you're a big Mark McGrath fan. Yeah, ab- absolutely. You, Dave, you tweeted him one time on Twitter, and, and he got back to you. Multiple times. He's pretty good. What, what, what was the one that he got back to you on that was uh, pretty special? One, one. there's a song. There's two, so I'll just say both both instances. There's mm-hmm. a song called Ours that our, our group of friends sort of la- laugh at, where yep. the gimmick of the song is... Mark McGrath is is with a with a woman that's with another man, and the song is in the POV if he's talking to the other man, mm-hmm. and it's not a, it's a really bizarre song. 
So yeah. I, I tweeted him and I said, whatever happened to the other guy from the song R is like, are you guys still, you guys still cool? And he was like, all good, bro. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> yeah. but love. Haven't talked to him in a while, but we're all good, bro. <laughs> um, and on that note, yeah, Mark McGrath was a big draw for us to watch Celebrity Press. Lil John was on that season and Gary Busey. That was the Gary Busey oh, yeah, season. I mean, that Busey got was a, definitely a big draw. Oh yeah. You, you wanted to see what was going on there. Um, and then we were hooked from there after we watched every season sometimes together with our, with our legal counsel, Kevin, sometimes. And, uh, yeah, we watched like three or four seasons of that. Even when it came back with Schwarzenegger. Yeah. We watched that one. Yeah. It was good. It was good. It was fine. It deserved, it deserved a second chance. It deserved like more than time than it got. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. Yeah. But, uh, this season predates us watching. There's at least three celebrity apprentice seasons that the show reminds you about all the time by bringing back past contestants. And so this was just before we jumped in. Mm-hmm. And when Dave and I were debating which season could we cover for a second, I, I chose this one. Uh, Dave, you had, you had a different idea in mind, but the, the cast drew me to this one. Well, I wanted to watch the Gene Simmons one. Because you're Gene Simmons obsessed. <laughs> I mean, you're, you love Mark McGrath, but Gene Simmons comes first for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one and one A. <laughs> it's hard to choose. It's hard to choose, man. Um, but this season is stacked. And and, and just to, to run down the listing of people who are in this season, let, let's give the listeners an idea of who's competing on this season. So we got Carol Leifer. She's a, a writer for, for uh, Seinfeld. The real like, uh, Elaine, apparently. Yeah. Yep. Curtis Stone, a celebrity chef. Sinbad, famous comedian. Mm-hmm. Summer Sanders, former Olympian, and figure, host of many figure it out for us. Yeah, many kids group. shows for us. Uh, actress Holly Robinson Pete. Didn't know her. Now I know her. Uh, Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, Cindy Lauper. Yep, Brett Michaels. Uh, Maria Kanellis, former uh, former women's uh, uh, superstar of uh, WWE. Current. Current. Yeah, that's right. She didn't get out of her contract. Michael Johnson, track athlete, Olympian. Daryl Strawberry. Bill- Daryl Strawberry, for a former uh, four-time uh, World Series champion, coke addict, and uh, hooker. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring that up. Sorry, Daryl <laughs> Strawberry. Um, Bill Goldberg, current WWE <laughs> Universal Champion. Uh, uh, model, Salida E. Banks. Uh, supermodel, Victoria's Secret model. Um, I said Brett Michaels, right? Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else I'm forgetting? Yeah, big one. <laughs> the big one. The big get from the season, fresh off of being uh, indicted for uh, selling seats, uh, the open uh, Senate seats, <laughs> you know, pay for play. He got, he got caught and busted for that, and um, went to jail for that. And, and we'll 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 cover more of that later. But uh, he is coming in hot from that from that scandal into the season. Yeah, but before we even get to the show, mm-hmm. the 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 meat of the show. There's like a three-minute montage of Trump walking from Trump Tower to Grand Central. Oh, it is kind of oddly prescient how the opening of the show. Um, it starts with the image of sunrise and the Statue of Liberty. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. America. America. <laughs> and what does Donnie say to start the show? This gave me chills. Did it give you chills, Dave, what he said to start the show? Uh, you have to repeat. It's a 90-minute episode. I forget the first line. Our country has been through a lot. But no matter what, we get out of bed, we roll up our sleeves to do everything possible to make sure things are running perfectly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. That, what happened to I, those words <laughs> Today. <laughs> yeah. This season ha- uh, here on Celebrity Prince, we're here to raise money for causes that need it, and they need it right now. Where is that today? Put the Celebrity Prince back into effect today. Get the celebrities out there raising money because the world Dr. needs Fauci. it. <laughs> I, I mean, a, With a shop. Yeah. Selling I would not doubt that that $2 trillion uh, stimulus plan came from the celebrities on Apprentice. They were in a boardroom somewhere. Would, it's not impossible. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, he had contestants. He had Omarosa work for him in the White House. Former contestants on the show mm-hmm. worked for him in the White House. That is that is insane. Um, I mean, oh, my God, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, he's walking out of his office, and there's a, there's a limo waiting for him. And what does he do, Dave? He goes, you know what? I'll walk. <laughs> okay. Sure. Sure, Donald. Go for a walk. And what does he promise to do this season, Dave? <laughs> he's he's going to fire the asses off of each and every one of them. Of all the celebrities. 
<laughs> which is oh my god I, I know he has like loose lips for a president he's very unpresidential but hearing oh, him say some of the stuff he says in this episode oh my god how is he president how is he president oh like I'm, I, I struggled a lot watching this with how hilarious of a guy this is and how horrible he is to be our president and a horrible person he is he's an entertaining pop culture figure and he should have just stayed that why why did we have to go down this darkest path i don't i don't get it sorry listeners who like him actually not sorry i just i just can't he's just donald's donald <laughs> but we, we are admitting that we we appreciate how weird he is and i think a lot of the people that oh. voted for him for president were like oh he doesn't care about what's pc and not pc at all we're just saying no. we don't like it in politics <laughs> and so all the contestants they meet him in grand central station which is crazy if you're to see daryl strawberry walking through grand central station he'd be mobbed but I everyone's like just cr- Trump opened the door at grand central you think they speaking of where we are now how many times did they wipe mm-hmm. that door handle down before oh he put his God. hands on it yeah seriously and then you know he lets us know yeah i renovated this whole place to make it look nice again i'm sure he did donald i'm sure he did but but again with the presidential speak it's time for a new deal it's time to get back to work it's time for celebrity apprentice those words would motivate so much of the country if he said that today that would celebrities on to, to combat the coronavirus dude people be donating money for that they they want to see that that would totally get our country back to work are you kidding me i um i mean aside from the virus like keeping everyone indoors and everything but oh my god um, making the calls getting the big do- big money donors yeah, <laughs> yep. What this show is odd though. This show is so odd. W- w- what world would you see Rod Blagojevich with Daryl Strawberry and Bill Goldberg? <laughs> well, the Goldberg has the, maybe the line of the episode. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll get to that. But Sidney <laughs> Lauper, it's such a collection, it's such a collection of oddball stars who are so fiercely committed to their causes. Yeah. It, yeah. But also, so the thing that Donald does that I love that is so stupid is he loves to loves to praise people who do not deserve praise at all. Mm-hmm. Like when Dennis Rodman was on there, he was in high praise of him for you know, oh yeah, you're in a dark spot, but you're doing great now. You know, you're you're a big political figure and everything. It's like don't congratulate him from being friends with Kim Jong Un. Shut up, shut up. But he he's got Rod Blagojevich fresh off the indictment here. This is airing in the. Winter of 2010. He had just been found out for this in late 2009. So they're filming this in the midst of all that. Mm-hmm. Or no, it was late 2008. But he he spent 2009 having to deal with this and battling all this stuff in court. And Trump says, I have friends who had things happen to them, crawled into a dark corner and died. And you're still fighting, and I respect that. <laughs> the dude solicited bribes for political seats. <laughs> and then he was sentenced to 14 years in jail jail for it. So did he go to? Did he serve? Because I'm not all that familiar yeah, well, with well, Rod Yeah, we'll we'll circle back around to that later. But he served, and we'll we'll, we'll touch more on that later. He, yes, he went to jail after the Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, <laughs> God, and he tried to be. He tried to be. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here in the summer of 2009, and they rejected him because they couldn't let a guy who's on trial uh, with his passport go to Costa Rica. So that's why he qualified for Celebrity Apprentice. But not I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Oh my God! Uh, we're not even at the task, too. We <laughs> no, we're, to we're not even ten minutes in this episode, uh, Dave. I, for people who want to, you know, cash out now and watch this madness, how did you watch the show? Uh, Tubi. T u b i. Yeah, dot com. I had on Roku. Um, I didn't have to actually watch any ads. As soon as it said coming up next, I fast forwarded it and I skipped all the ads. Hmm. I just. Um. I think I had like two or three five second ads. It's not that bad. Yeah, you just set for, up an for a ninety-minute show. That's really two hours with full commercials. Indeed. So if you want to circle back around now, now's the time to jump back in after catching up and watching this bizarre show. Yeah. It's boys versus women. That they're just settling it that way. Well, that's how it was. I think up and up until Schwarzenegger, right? Or even yeah, Trump was always think, very boy versus girl, which is. Fine, you're, you're sexist. Do what you want, mm-hmm. Donnie. Okay. Um, and so the opposing team has to choose the project manager for, manager for the other team. So the men they choose Cindy Lopper for the women because I didn't really understand their reasoning. They think they can take her down. Hmm. And, and the who do the women choose, Dave? The women choose Brett Michaels, who's running on an hour of sleep and is a mm-hmm. known diabetic. And they and and as Brett assumes, he says. 
the boy's been stoned since the third grade. Wait, who said that about him? <laughs> Brett says that about himself. Oh. They're all going to think I'm, I'm, I'm going to be bad because the boy's been stoned since the third grade. <laughs> I, I do like that Sleety Banks makes the point that, hey, Rod Bogoyevich, he's the one who got caught. Maybe he should be the project manager. <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid. Sorry. Um, <laughs> real. It really is. Um, so the women, they settle on the name Tenacity. <laughs> and what do the men settle, settle on, Dave? Rock solid. Yeah. <laughs> Which and is if the you're name brand of of Brett Michaels T-shirt line, <laughs> yeah. And if you're watching this show with captions, it's rock solid without a space. Yep. And I thought that was like an error on the caption, the closed captioning part. But when they showed the official name font on the screen, it's rock solid one word. And tr- what does Trump say about the names? Well, the the men do also t- throw out rock hard as their potential name, and to which Bill Goldberg loses it. <laughs> um. No, uh, what is, uh, yeah, I don't know what Don says. Trump says, I, want, I knew a girl named Tenacity. <laughs> this is the, oh, the president of the United States of America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh my God. God, and, and also Rod is just working in the room with the guys, you know, they're brainstorming ideas, and he said, I should have had you guys in politics. <laughs> and Sinbad's like, don't say that, man. He makes a joke like, you know, you've got to call me off a payphone. I'm not going to talk to you on air, <laughs> Rod. <laughs> It's nuclear, because uh, um, it was like if people don't know, you know, for our foreign listeners, it was a big deal at the time that this this governor was selling seats. He tried to sell Obama's empty seat to people who wanted it. He even offered up the seat. He, I don't think it was like a pay for play, but he offered it up to Oprah Winfrey, saying she'd be a natural <laughs> candidate to replace Obama's seat. Oh my God. Anyways. Um, so anyways, yeah, they're, they're, they, they give names. What's the other thing that, um, Don says, uh, he just sees Daryl Strawberry and he just can't help but be like, Oh, Daryl Strawberry's here, everyone. Oh my God. I just love the way he can hit the ball. And then apropos of nothing, you would know every, every street of New York city, Daryl. Yeah. yeah, Cause so the task that they're handed is that they have to run a diner for three hours and try and raise as much money and tips as possible from the burgers they're selling and then from high contributors coming in. Mm-hmm. And there's two locations of Burger Heaven they have to choose from in New York. I've looked it up since. There's only one location left. It's the one that, where the women worked at. And the the teams choose which location they want. And Don says to Daryl, you would know which location to choose. You know every nook and cranny of New York because you know he's done cocaine and he's been caught with hookers all over new york that's the daryl strawberry we grew up with alongside winning world series all the time as a, with us growing up yeah and yeah. being on the simpsons yes yes the taunting of daryl strawberry where he sheds one tear um and i like that for these airings of the celebrity press they left in coming up next <laughs> it's like we're gonna see it right like afterwards a 30 second pad on each side of the commercial it is obscene <laughs> Oh yeah, and I think in like in some seasons it got bad where like 15 minutes of the episode was just coming up next, and it's like we don't need to see that. <sighs> Anyways, Dave. So what are the women doing on their side? The women are they're kind of scatterbrained. I think Cindy's not a great leader. Not at all. Not at all. And her hair very much represents her her train of thought. It is all over the place. Her hair is crazy in this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, and Sharon Osbourne is kind of the rock behind this team. Yeah, she's running the show. And who is uh, the the woman that runs the register? I didn't. That that's uh that's Holly Robinson Pete. She's a she's, she's an got actress. it together. Yeah, she said she works for uh or she does charity for an autistic uh fundraiser because she has a son in that, so she's yeah. familiar with raising money and everything. So the, the they have to make some decisions, and and that's um the, making up the menu, and the women go with the choice of. They're going to serve burgers $25 flat rate because they'll bring in a lot of customers. Mm-hmm. And one expensive one for the high rollers. Right. The people who come in there can spend as much as they want to really contribute to a good cause. Uh, the men, though, they elect for the high road. Where yeah, they, it's well, they, going... got, they got Curtis Stone. They got a celebrity chef. Right. So, you know, they can maybe justify charging a little bit more of, you know, Three hundred dollars a pop for a burger. <laughs> well, it's a hundred bucks, and then three hundred for the one with truffles. Right, right, and it's like okay, all right. Um, I mean, Ivanka comes through. Uh, uh, you know, they 
Don Donald's children are they play a big part in the show. There's there's Ivanka Trump, who we all know as a special advisor to the president today, but back in the day, she worked for her dad on the, on the show. Um, and then and she, the author of Triggered, Donald Trump. Donald Jr. Trump. Yes, the 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 eldest son. Uh, thankfully, no Eric this episode. <laughs> The worst Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, who is a really worst Trump at the, in this day and age? Um, Donald is the worst. Yeah, he, he is. Uh, um, so Ivanka comes through the check, uh, check-in check on all, all the contestants, and she is kind of skeptical of the women's price point of $20. It, it seems like... The, well, we see the, the venue later. It's 25 Maybe they change their minds, mm-hmm. but she seems a little skeptical that that's going to be a thing to raise enough money. But then with the men, she kind of seems skeptical. That, like, that seems a little high, but she seems to buy in a little bit more to that idea because it's all for charity. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as Dave and I are seasoned viewers of the show, the, you know the key really is you got to get the big ticket people in there. It doesn't matter what it is, but you need the big ticket people. Yeah, and you would think Cindy Lauper would have some connections. I know we find out she has one that she can't call on. Well, well why don't we get to that? I mean, it comes up later in the episode, but she kind of <laughs> has to sidestep it there. Um which it blew my mind. This was ten years ago, but the one person that Cindy Lauper can't, can't, she wants to call on, but has trouble calling on, uh, up on uh, to donate a lot of money is uh, Dave. It's Rosie O'Donnell, because Trump feuded with her for months and called her fat. To which Cindy Lauper says, which is kind of ironic because he himself is not a thin man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm shocked they left that in the episode. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, especially as much as like Trump puts himself over. I'm surprised they let that bit of honesty like slip through do you think, do you think he watched the episodes or do you think he was kind of no he fell asleep it? he fell asleep 10 minutes into watching it man so he probably didn't even see that probably not probably not um but anyways though uh yeah so osborne she kind of comes up comes up with the menu gets a photo shoot she was it she sees a paparazzi across the street and gets him to take photos of them to like put up on the the restaurant windows mm-hmm. to draw attention um and they all just feel like Cindy Lauper is not really contributing. Because she's too uh, much of a mess. She really is. She's she's not all there. She looks great for also. She's like fifty six. She looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, the men, they, they yeah they they just are going to lean heavy on Curtis because Brett Michaels is running on. He tells us four and a half hours of sleep during a, a forty eight hour period because he's fresh off the plane from uh from playing a show the the, the night before. Like that. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't sure if he was going to make it on time. Um, they also decide to have truffle risotto too to go along with the burgers for whatever the reason. Just another high end. I mean, they're they got a, they got a celebrity chef. They can do what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's time for them to open the restaurants, and the women are kind of smart with this. They're tactical. They, they get on the radio. They have a, a promotion out there to get people to show up. You know, they, they really draw people in there. Um, they have just Carol Leifer out there just soliciting to get people to come in there. What what are the men doing, Dave? No, they're not doing that. They're just kind of doing it. Yeah, they just have Sinbad out there. Yeah, oh, yeah, the people right. come Sinbad, who, as as Sinbad is so strange because he was so relevant in the '90s. Oh, he was so popular. But did he have a cartoon? Him, he, you see him, and it's like, oh, that's just like a, a that could be anybody. Yeah, I would. Yeah, he's triple take to know it was Sinbad. I would know it was Sinbad. I I'd know Sinbad. Um, still funny guy though. He was he was funny. Oh yeah, he's he still got it. Yeah. Uh, so the men are prepping back there, and, and Goldberg has a hat. Uh, he has a, a cook hat on him. Is this the favorite line, Dave? Oh no, the the line that I was thinking is way earlier in the episode. Oh really? What what does he say? Goldberg Goldberg for was was one of the reasons why we chose this season, and he is a little understated. Mm-hmm. But he says there's a lot of great men that I'm going to be working with, like world class athletes and and champions in the highest order, and then there's that piece of trash Rod Blagojevich <laughs> now does he say piece of trash no, I think he says like and then there's Rod like he definitely, yeah. definitely implies that he's a terrible person yeah, yeah. Like the moment with the hat he's, it's his, yeah it's his yarmulke yeah he says because it's so small on his head the, the little cook hat which is crazy because Goldberg the wrestler never invokes that he's Jewish or anything it's just taking that yeah, there's he's like Jewish a, a man show sketch where he talks about Hanukkah and that's it yeah but to make him re- make a reference to Yamaka is like wow, Goldberg breaking kayfabe. He's Jewish. Whoa. Um, so they put Blagojevich in charge of taking people's orders. <laughs> sure. 
sure. <laughs> Why not? Um, also, yeah, and Brett Michaels, he's only got four and a half hours of sleep. He went to sleep at two the night before because they're up so late getting the menu ready and, all, and prep and meal prep and everything. So this is in 48 hours. We don't know if he's, he's going to make it. And, and Rod, uh, he's taking this in stride. He says this, this is a great chance to reconnect with the people, to you know, to work with them and taking their orders. He's he really bad, bad human. But he speaks so earnestly too. You 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 think he like means it, or he actually means well. But you definitely <laughs> you forget just how how the TV cameras can make you forget these things in the moment. Because I was like, oh, this guy, he's he's just a contestant on The Apprentice. He's a reality well, show true. character. Yeah, it's true with like a lot of politicians. Like you ever meet them in person, like they totally know how to work a room. They can mm-hmm. win you over. I mean, Mayor Myron, infamous uh, mayor of uh, our hometown of Stratford, he was the first mayor of our town ever. Yep, horrible mayor. He he had the mafia connections working in the town, and yet if you ever met him, him and his sideways smile could win you over immediately. The guy was a charmer, and he was always packing heat. He was always packing. He packed a gun. Our first mayor in two thousand five packed a gun. Time. To, oh my god. Anyway, so. The women, they get a line going. It's going around the street. And the, and men, op- the men are getting people in, but they kind of look at the menu and leave. Yeah. like they, they get like regular people like you or I who are to go in there, and they're like, no. And again, you got to think about the time. This is following the the Great Recession that went on from December 2007 mm-hmm. to June 2009. We're coming fresh this out of your Manhattan. Spe- these, are, these are working people on their lunch break. Right. You think they're going to just donate $100 for a, a burger when they are just grateful to have a job at that point in history? Come on. It's true. Uh, yeah. But the women are going crazy. Maria Canell says people are Twittering about it, which it's really made, baby. It's 2010. <laughs> this is pre-Instagram, pre-TikTok. <laughs> um, they even got an accordion going in there, accordion player going. Yeah, it's like Cindy Lauper's big get is this guy with an accordion. It's so weird. So what does she do, Dave? She just sings True Colors. And she gets Summer Sanders singing in the kitchen and everything. And then the quote and that you hear eight times leading up to it is Sharon Osbourne saying it sounds like the bar from Star Wars. The effing bar from Star Wars. Yep. They previewed it three times, and you think there's going to be more, and it's just that. <laughs> no, they got like their Sharon Osbourne soundbite. That's all they needed. Yep, yep. Uh, so, Tenacity, they're working overtime, man. They, they have way too many people coming in there. And yeah, the line's wrapped around the door, and Carol Leifer is just outside trying to get people to come in. Mm-hmm. And then she feels like she's like in some kind of comedy, you know, where like, you know, Lucille Ball like overworked. And, and who comes to visit them, Dave? Who comes to visit which them? The, yeah, which of the children? Is it? It's a Don Junior, right? Yeah, it is. It's such a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and she really like puts them in this place. She tells them, "I'm working. Yeah, I'm she- working." <laughs> He's like, he's just like following her around trying to ask her questions. Yeah, he like talks to the camera afterwards. Like, I don't, he's like very much put off by it. (laughs) But he's like, he notes that they have the right people coming in because he sees people he recognized from Wall Street like walking in there. Mm -hmm. People who look familiar to him. But the problem is, they seem to be overly blocked up with people. They have too many people around the block. Well, did you you hear the quote that Donald Jr. said when, Mm -hmm. when with Maria? What, what was it? Oh, no. So there's like yeah, an old Wall Street guy taking pictures with Maria Canellis, who at the time is probably like 25. Yeah, smoking. And, and they're like, wait a minute. You're, are you a, like a wrestling manager or are you a wrestler? And and she says, oh, no, I, I'm, a, I'm a wrestler. And Don, Don Jr. goes, oh, I bet you would love to be her opposition. Oh, my God, this family. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yep, another, another frowny face moment for sure. Yeah. Anyways, though, the men they they pick up speed. They, they, like after slow goings, they start getting people in there. Uh, Brett's calling in friends. They they start showing up. Also, Goldberg is sleeveless in the kitchen making these burgers, which made me like gag a little bit. Like you know, if his arm hair is getting in the burgers, it's like ugh. He sh- ugh. That man shaves his arms. He's there's nothing to worry about. The dude's got pit hair. I I don't know. I don't know. But uh. But but Don comes to visit them too and makes a good point that, you know, if the food and this doesn't do well, Curtis should know this is going to fall on him because he's a celebrity cook and he's making all these these dinners mm-hmm. or meals that could fall on him. But uh, anyways, a lot of a lot of drama going on, a lot, a lot of people coming in and out, and Rod takes a t- Rod Rod is not keeping up with with his orders. So, so no. Joan Rivers, well, we get a, we get a. Dave, introduce Joan. 
Donald Trump calls John Rivers personally from his, from his his office full of piles of papers and stuff like that, and tells her to go and whatever burger she likes the best will get an extra ten grand of their total. Because she won the previous season of The Celebrity Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to the women's. They treat her well. She she has a good burger and everything. But she she goes to the men's. The burger is ice cold by the time she gets it, she, yeah, she claims. Because Rod is, is over like schmoozing, talking about, oh, I'm innocent. I didn't do anything. I, you know. <laughs> he, he even says at one point, if you just listen to the tapes, you'll see that I'm innocent of all charges. And then says on camera, I maybe shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Why? Why? Network television. This yeah. was massively popular. It was pretty. Yeah, it was one of the because NBC wasn't doing too great, and that was that was one of the, the flagship shows for a while. The the other drama going on is Brett, Brett Michaels is battling low blood sugar. Who does he say? Who does he have get him? So does like Daryl. Get me a glass of Coke. I need something. No, he he just takes it from the, the like a. A table saying like, "Look, I'm battling uh, low blood sugar. I got diabetes. I need one of these things." He's just, I'm, I'm, "I'm crashing, man." Yeah, I'm crashing. Just takes it from a customer. But then, who gets to go wait the tables? <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> taking your order. I just wish there was, they had a moment where he just shouted, "Who's next?" When taking orders, real, real missed opportunity for Bill Goldberg. Oh, yeah. there. I feel like Goldberg is a is a silent guy on this show. Like he doesn't say much, but you want him to say more. You see, he has this iconic, like, uh, small, like, sunglasses on the back of his neck at one point. His, like, little motorcycle sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think think that's pretty much it for for all the the competition. They have to settle up after three hours. Uh, and a lot of a lot of business going on. Yeah, and it's crazy to think it's three hours. Like, it shows just how these competitions are like so flash in the pan. Yeah, yeah. Not even a full day. Right, they have to get to the rest of their job. Um, so they're called into the boardroom, which is the... Really, these episodes are two halves. One is just the, them doing the, the task, and then the boardroom. Mm-hmm. And this is where Trump tries to assess which teams did well, where do they fail, who's the wink link, and who needs to be fired. Really, really an ingenious concept for like, a reality TV show. Yeah. But... Uh, Oh my God! Now I just remember they did that with Martha Martha Stewart after the first season of Donald Trump. They tried to do one with Martha Stewart when they tried to rehabil yeah they tried to rehabilitate her image after uh, going to prison and the show tanked because people don't want to watch a former inmate on that. I don't know. Anyways, huh? I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was it was one season of the on. Uh, so anyways, celebrities though? No, it wasn't a celebrity. It was just a regular like Uh, type apprentice type show. Okay. Uh, So yeah. Sharon says there isn't a weak player. Cindy Lauper says the same. Uh, and Trump just wants to know who brought in the money. He, he's mm-hmm. really grilling them. Who brought in the money? Brett calls himself the weakest link on his team. Uh, he would have crashed because of his diabetes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to fight and through he it. he says it like Wilford Brimley. Did you notice that? He says diabetes. Yeah, he did. I noticed that too. Um, and then there's a weird aside where you know they have Curtis Stone there, the celebrity chef, and Trump is, uh, says... Love, he's loved by women all over the world. Although I bet I've done better. I have certain advantages. Like, oh, get, get. Gross. <laughs> and then Don Gross. Finger and Ivanka, like, like, make comment on it. Yeah, well, because Cindy chimes in, my friend Edith thinks you're attractive. And then Don Jr. says, I want to see how old that woman is. And then Trump says, Donnie, shut up. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Such a strange piece of pop culture. <laughs> it's now. so so strange. Um, they they do, but they do actually. They, they keep grilling them for who brought in the most money to just maybe see who said, would give the honest truth. But they already have the answers. They already mm-hmm. know. Um, the, Don uh, Junior mentions that Bill had an extremely um, rich friend come through who donated, and Goldberg sm- smugly nods. <laughs> he did. Um, Rod, he he said he's in a difficult position because he can't bring in money. It, 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 that's just because of his uh, current situation. How many people were disgusted at the fact that Rod Blagojevich was on this oh, show when it was on? Many, many. I mean, just look at Sean Spicer being on Dancing with the Stars, but just multiply it by, time, by 10 for him being on this show. Um, but they do know real good politician. They can see, they can see it. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So, anyways... Uh, 
the women they get the bonus because Joan liked them better. Yeah, because just, of Rod. Yeah, Rod. The cold burger. If the burger was hot, she might have liked it better. Right, and they ask Rod, like, you know, did you leave Jones uh, Rivers waiting? And he just stammers, like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought, I, I didn't know. Curtis, Curtis is like, everything that once it got there, it's out of my hands. Right, right. And she, and Joan did say she liked the burger. It was just cold. Yeah, right. And she made the joke that, is this an Icelandic burger? Because it's pretty cold. And she looks at the menu, and no, it wasn't, it wasn't Icelandic. She still got it at that time. Yeah, yeah, very, very sharp. Rest in peace, Joan Rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who wins the competition, Dave? Well, the women get thirty nine thousand five hundred and fifty nine dollars, and the men get fifty seven thousand nine hundred and five dollars. And that women count is with that ten grand from Joan Rivers, so they were dusted. And Cindy Lauper is, I would say, next to well, who on that team is more of a, a legacy? talent that that uh, Sharon Osbourne maybe I think Sharon Osbourne could be a, a pull on that team yeah because uh, of the view I don't know if she was doing that at that point but the Osbournes and the fact that she managed yeah. Ozzy she has a lot of connections in the rock world yeah um but uh the, the biggest thing for me was the women had actual tips of, tw- of 24,000 where the men had 44,000 mm-hmm and so the men greatly outstripped the women on, on terms of tips, and they so essentially they sold less burgers because if you take that forty four thousand against their fifty seven thousand total, they sold far fewer less burgers than the women, and then they, they just the brought high rollers. Yeah, they, they they had the better strategy overall of you know it's not the volume of people, and I think that's just maybe they knew Celebrity Apprentice a little bit better that you have to have the people contributing, and it's not just about running a successful business, which the women proved they could do. So they kind of did the right thing by picking Cindy as the project manager because she is so scatterbrained. Pretty much, yeah, it seems it seems to be. Um, so the men successful, they 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 leave the room, to which. Goldberg has a, his, I think his his best moment in the episode where he tells Brett to to watch out for himself. There's a lesson in that with his diabetes. <laughs> okay, <I'm> sure, Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure Brett Michaels. Every rose has a thorn. Is is carrying that with him to carrying that with him to. This I mean, day. if Bill Goldberg t- put his arm around your shoulder and told you something, <laughs> you would take that with you for the rest of your life, and not because he's famous, because he is who he is. Because he injures wrestlers big. all the time, because he's an unsafe wrestler to work with, hey, like, who will he, hurt you. He said that to Bret Hart. He's like, "Hey, just maybe, maybe don't wrestle ever again, Bret." <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the men get to watch the women in the boardroom, and Trump says to Cindy, "You know, why didn't you bring in any high rollers?" <laughs> and what's what? What happens here, Dave? She says the only one she has is Rosie O'Donnell, right? Yeah, which is come on, come on, Cindy. You got a lot more rich friends than that. But this provokes Trump. Trump to say she's disgusting. She was at my wedding, and then Cindy Lauper says, "What wedding?" And Trump says, "My wedding." And she says, "What wedding?" And he says, "My wedding." It's the fucking, it's, sorry, it's the dumbest. It's the dumbest conversation. So he's so confused as to whose wedding. I think she's trying is to he, say like which one. But Trump do you, is, it doesn't want to say this oh, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he says, uh, who's he say to Sharon Osbourne? Did you call Piers? Did you call Piers? And Sharon Osbourne's like, he's not in NYC. He's in London. He's like, did you call Piers? And she, he says to Carol, did you call Jerry Seinfeld? And she's, he, she's like, he's not in the city. <laughs> Which leads me to my other favorite exchange, too, where, you know, um, Jerry Seinfeld, great guy, right? And she says, great. The best, isn't he? Just, he'll always have those moments where he'll reference some person and just see if someone agrees that they like him. And then he's just like, All right, those are great. They're just great. And well, yeah, that's no one, okay. It's like no one's debating whether to like Jerry Seinfeld or not. Um, oh, my God. So, anyways, Cindy uh, reasoned that people can't afford to be there because her friends are artists. You know, they're mm-hmm. all struggling and stuff like that. Yeah, says Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Right, right. Um, but all the women just will not renege and say who should be fired. They they just won't do it. <laughs> Trump is getting fired up about this. He is not happy. Dave, what does he say? He says, I wish you people would answer the GD question. GD effing question. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all BS. You all have an answer. 
president of the United States of America. I mean, you think back to when he got elected and then there's people petitioning to get the tapes released of him saying horrible stuff on, off screen on camera and Mark Burnett saying... You make a smash cut of the stuff that he says. Yeah, Mark Burnett says they don't exist. We we can't produce those. And it's like, those tapes absolutely exist. They're on but, <laughs> Yeah, they're on air. <laughs> Just go back and watch it. Um. So anyways, though, Holly Robinson Pete, she was the number one uh, tip maker, and mm. really starts to lead the charge of who needs to get fired. So Maria Canellis actually says, "You know what? You know who needs to get fired? It's Carol. She she brought in too many people. We couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, and they Holly left, they left high rollers up. in the line because there was no management and there were no not enough hands, not enough, literally not enough cooks in the kitchen. Right." And what leg does Carol have to stand on, really? <laughs> yeah, she's the least relevant person on this show. Far and away. And she says, this team will need me because I'm creative. And then Donnie chimes in, you're not in the four uh, top four tip raisers. And then Cindy's confused, says, how do you know? And Don Jr. says, I know everything. <laughs> that's so smug. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, at one point, uh, Don says, Salida. Who would you fire? And how how would you do? You're not in the top four. Again, she's not in the top four. And he says, maybe I should fire you. To which everyone backs her up and says, she was cooking. She saved ourselves because mm-hmm. she, she was cooking. And then he says, they just saved your beautiful ass. <laughs> they didn't even just be that beautiful Victoria's Secret ass. It's like... Uh, president of the United States of America. <laughs> how did we get here? How did we get here in 2020? Um, but again, Cindy feels everyone tried their hardest. She she doesn't want to fire anyone. It's really really tough. Yeah, because traditionally on the show, they the project manager picks two people to come into the boardroom with them. Mm-hmm. But Trump is just like, you don't want to do it that way. We don't do it that way. Yeah, and, and Trump empathizes. He says it's really, really tough. Says the guy who fired nearly his entire cabinet that he brought in with him from being president. Mm-hmm. Is it really that tough? Um, he just makes an executive decision, though, in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think... Well, this is a really curious episode because logic says one thing and TV says the other thing. Oh, absolutely. Like, who should be fired, Dave? Cindy should have been fired. She was terrible. She she priced the burgers, I think, incorrectly because I think it brought in too much foot traffic. And she had no rich friends come in there at all. But Carol is irrelevant, and there was something that they could pin on her. Right. Even though it seems like Carol did the best job of anyone in terms of getting people to come in the door. Well, I mean, you Elvis Duran is a huge radio host, and Sharon Osbourne went on there. So, yeah. Right. Right. And, and so Carol has to leave, and we get the, the famous shot of the secretary, Amanda, who never says any words at all on the show. But it's been on every episode of every season, just watching the people as they yep. leave. Or Mr. Trump will see you now. She has like some yeah. one-liners. Yeah, yeah. She says she says one thing. She actually works for the company. She was, I think, the president or like executive assistant to Ivanka, and then parlayed it, or they just asked her to do that role because they need someone to do it. Yeah, because she's like pretty. Right, and now she's you know I think worked her way into the White House somehow. I don't know. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is the first episode of the Celebrity Apprentice. It's a shame we don't watch this next episode because apparently uh, WWE superstar Mark Henry makes an appearance, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, on episode two. <laughs> Sorry, people. Now- 90 minutes. I, I mean, I know we got time I, on our hands because of this Dude, virus. I was shook watching this episode. I kind of wanted to get back in. Like, I was hooked. I was very much hooked watching it's, this. It's the candy of reality TV. Well, A, it was so surreal with the contestants back then. The fact that he's the president of our United States makes this so much more surreal. Because even back then, we were like, this guy's a bad man. Oh, absolutely. And he's, he's like not, he, he's sexist, and he's rude, and he says terrible things, and he's clearly, you know, his business acumen is questionable at best. Mm-hmm. And this is just yeah. a ploy to keep his, make money and keep his name in the news. Right. We already knew that he already went bankrupt many times over and everything. It wasn't, like, shocking, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Dave, did you do power rankings for the episode? Absolutely, I did. Do we have any other quotes? I think those we covered a lot of the big ones. Well, did there. you notice what they're drinking throughout this no. show? No, they're drinking Trump Ice brand water. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, oh my God! Um, that uh, I think we covered a, a lot. A lot. Of, was this a good episode, Dave? I mean, it's a Celebrity Apprentice. It's it's candy. It's easy. It's it. 
the 90 minutes flew by yeah 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 i do like how don jr says that cindy has not had to work in this kind of intensity and it's like i mean who have you worked in the dining service <laughs> don jr like come on man hey but don't get triggered yeah yeah so okay dave who's who's down for you number three i got <laughs> rob lakoyevich <laughs> why why only number three because he he if he had not been schmoozing with the the people mm-hmm. he could have gotten that burger to, to joan rivers and got another 10 grand for his team and goldberg has his eyes <laughs> sight set on him that's goldberg true that's true him. <laughs> yeah as he just justifiably should um number three i got donnie i got don jr <laughs> i didn't he, put the trumps in my power rankings at all Sorry, that guy is so smug. He's so I can't. He's so hard to watch in this and, day and age. And I know that he's like gotten fit, but at this time he's very much his father's son physically. Like he has jowls. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wait, he's he's not fit really today. I don't but think. he's he's lost weight and he you know he he's got the beard now, so you don't see a double chin. Right. Yeah. Well, well who's, Dave, who's number, number two? Well, number two for me is Rod. <laughs> okay. the, the guy can't keep up with anything. He's 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 going to get out of there soon enough, man. Like it, it's just not going he's, well. He's almost more uncomfortable to watch than Donald Trump. He he, he looks like he's sweating perpetually this entire episode. <laughs> he's not water, man. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of that Simpsons character, Gil. <laughs> like he's bit. always on his last dollar trying to get people to like him. Who's number two, Dave? Cindy Lauper. Yeah, she's, she's bad. a product she's, manager. She lost. It. She she couldn't bring a friend. In. It's, it's a bad hmm. move. She gets away with it though. She gets away with it. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Number one has got to be Carol Leifer. No, it's Donald Trump, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> Donald Trump. He can't. He's, he quits himself horribly this episode. <laughs> Come on. You wouldn't even put no. the Donald going up as the playmaker here. Never. The no. This guy. He no. No. This cements like uh, every bad assumption you had about him. <laughs> Oh, I don't disagree, but as an entertainment, I got to, you know, Carol lost. She she got fired. Sure, sure. She got her ass fired off. <laughs> it was indeed. Um, who's going up, Dave? Uh, we didn't talk too much about it, but Daryl Strawberry really kept things in in line on the men's he called team. An, yeah, he called in all his New York connects, man. He's my you number three. How, I mean, Daryl, look at this guy. You know, he, he he's a slugger. <laughs> um yeah, good for Daryl. He's cleaned his act up. <laughs> I got Curtis Stone at number three. He cooks okay. a, a, a good meal for everyone there. That's you know? true. That's true. And people, he he is essentially if, if you want to say Sharon Osbourne is really the women's project manager, Curtis Stone is effectively the men's project manager here. Right, because Brett essentially asked him like, "What should we price things at and stuff?" He he He's gets like, everything in order. I will give you full control over the menu. Like he he, but mm-hmm. that's again smart on Brett Michaels. Yeah, absolutely. Well, two I got two Curtis days. Stone. Okay. Because as Donald Trump says, he's women around the world love him. <laughs> Not as much as Donald though. <laughs> yep. It looks good. And he just seems yeah. to have it together. So that's my two. Sure. I got Brett Michaels at number two. Okay. <laughs> he he's a good project manager. He knows how to delegate Curtis. He 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 brings in all the high rollers that you need. He's running in on two and a half hours of sleep after two days. All he needs is one soda to get him back on track. Just one soda, and yeah, no, he, he's he's doing good, man. Hot stuff. And I like how the women even say like, "Oh, he's the one from uh, Rock of Love," or whatever. <laughs> they call him yeah. a man whore. <laughs> they call him, they do call him a man whore. Yeah, he's got that cachet right now. <laughs> I got Brad at number one. He won. Yeah, no, he, he's doing good. He's, 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 you know, the hair looks good. You know, good for Brett. I got Holly Robinson Pete at number one. Okay, she does a great job in terms of taking orders and delegating in the diner. She really keeps the women like running as smoothly as possible, and then she brings in the most money for the women, and then goes for the throat and takes down Cindy. Mm-hmm. But she Which, fails. Yeah, it's funny you think about it, though. They didn't bring in that much money all together, so it's like. I guess she had a low bar to clear, but she did it. Yeah, I mean, the best of the worst is still the best at something. Yeah. So, with all that, let me let me go to the cherry on top of this whole episode. Okay. So, Rod Lagojevich, he got sentenced to 14 years in prison yep. in, in 2012. Uh, or was it 2010? 2010. He would have been... He, 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 well, the th- certain events have happened. He is not in jail any longer. Wouldn't he pardon? Donald... Tr- Donald Trump was elected in the office, and in February, 
15th, I think, of this year, February 10th, Donald Trump commuted his, his uh, time in prison. So today when people are complaining that they could have done stuff about this virus in January or February leading up to this, Donald was busy commuting <laughs> the Rod prison Lavoie, time Lavoie, of Rod Lavoie, who would have been in there till 2024. He had another four years to serve. And based on how things were going for him, he would have served 85% of his entire time. So Rod, so Don did a, a favor to a former contestant <laughs> of the Celebrity Press. Who says so it doesn't weird. pay to go on the show? It's so weird. It's so weird. And then they do the thing, too, where they have to make Don look good, where, you know what, Brett, I'll make it an even hundred for you guys. Even hundred. And then Carol Carol pleads with him to give money to his charity because otherwise she walks out with nothing. And he says, I'll give you 10000 Personally. Personally. <laughs> Ten thousand dollars. The lowest ranked person on this show. He's a terrible person. Are you kidding me? No one's denying that. The worst thing about this show was they would do these tip raising contests, and so what happens is all the money that Cindy Lauper raised from her people and everything, it gets pooled into the men's side. So it doesn't even go to her organizations Mm -hmm. that she theoretically had people coming in to donate money towards. It goes to Brett Michaels' diabetes thing. Yeah, it's horrible. (laughs) Like you're just using your friends for nothing. All right, so. Anyways, that's the Celebrity Apprentice. 2010, 10 we years later, we, here we April are. We fooled you well enough. I hope you enjoyed that. If you want that, if you like that, we can do more of this <laughs> no. garbage. We're, we're, no, we will return to the crown for our season one breakdown next week. The safe confines of the crown. Well, what are we doing next week on the crown, Dave? Are we doing a recap? Or are we yeah, doing we'll, a... we'll do our power rankings total for the whole season, the way that we would treat the end of a Downton season. Sure. Okay. And then we'll Sounds do good. season two of the crown. It's coming, baby. It's Get coming. ready. We got so, nothing else to do but do it. So. That's true. That's true. It's going to be weird to not have to watch an episode. That's with fine. all this quarantine. I mean, I don't mind with all the quarantine time, but it's like we have a little bit more wiggle room with less social stuff. So I thought, you know, a week without a crown episode, it'll feel like a real long I mean, time. Speak for yourself, Dave. I've been busy, busy with this move here, but yeah, that should be settling down hopefully. Yeah. Well. Everyone should settle down and follow all our social media accounts. Yep. Facebook, Gmail, Twitter, Instagram. I don't even know if I'm going to post photos of this. Like, usually I post photos from the episode that we watched on the Instagram. I don't think I can post photos of Celebrity Apprentice on Instagram. I just can't get away with yeah, it. We'll work our way around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because people will just be like, unfollow. <laughs> they just, he, he gets people triggered. Hashtag triggered. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's a bad person. Anyways, well, he's not a bad person. He's just an incompetent president. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a bad person. He's a bad man. Great celebrity apprentice host, though. Absolutely. <laughs> and and, and fire, at, at firing asses off people, he he does do that. He does do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So on that note, you're fired. You're fired. All right. <laughs> we'll Come on, Dave. Time. You can't give your, your best. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> It's great. All right. Great. We'll, we'll see you next week on the Lord yep. of Grantham podcast. Yep. Bye. <laughs>